Warning, the Happy Ending Pod shows a couple of guys with microphones on a computer consuming copious amounts of alcohol and who say anything about anyone and everything they feel like. It was all in fun and not to be taken seriously. We don't own the rights to any music playing during our broadcast. Thank you and enjoy. Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show starring Grant and B3. Once upon a time, there was a functional recluse named Bob and he met someone named Grant. And he didn't give a fuck. <laughs> Two guys drinking way too much that decided to record it for your amusement. One day, Grant goes, Bob, you should get out of your hermit shell and come over and hang out. I have good beer and good music. The origin of Happy Ending Pod Show. Take it away, boys. And the rest is what I remember. History. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. I am the ordained savior of the unholiest of things, especially this time of year. Yes, that's right. Tis the season to be unholy. Fa-ra-ra-ra-ra. Ra-ra-ra-ra. <laughs> With me as always. Oh, uh, you want to say your name? Oh, yeah, I'm Grant. I just thought they knew I was <laughs> the ordained savior. Yeah. It's the Yeti talking. It is. Um, and with me as always is the the, the beast of uh, Bulgaria. <laughs> Bur- Burden. Bourbon. The three B's, oh, <laughs> it's Bob here, guys, B3's in the house. Uh, Bob, we've had an exceptional time this uh, holiday season. We have indeed. We, we, we've talked with Dominate Me Magazine, we've got to talk with a few of the models uh, in regards to the fetish world and BDSM. Uh, we have stuff coming up that uh, the listeners are going to be fucking jaw dropped over. Yep. Um, and I thought, you know, we Mike from Dominate Me put, put us in touch with Brian brown from make me naughty and brian is an artist if i may say a craftsman, a craftsman. okay it's all along it, it all goes hand in hand literally hand in hand <laughs> um brian makes some of the neatest tools and playthings that uh we we got to see from yeah, mike gotta, uh, gotta get a preview of yes yeah. and i hope today that uh brian uh, has some stuff he can show us as well um we just had a blackout. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? And not because of alcohol for a change. <laughs> no. So I apologize, folks. It's only got dark here one half of the studio. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, let me get... This is Make Me Naughty, Brian Brown. How are you, sir? Welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. Doing very well. How are y'all? We're, we're warming up. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> now, um, so, Brian, first off, you make uh, paddles, spanking implements, uh... Uh, shackle devices, cages. I, I don't even know all the names for all this stuff. Let me. How did you get into this, and what? Uh, when did you find out this is something you really like doing? This this actually started completely by accident, almost about nine years ago. We, my wife and I, were just having a party at the house, and about two a.m., it started to get a little rowdy. So I pulled up paddle that I had made in high school and warned people and a female came up and said can you make me one of these <laughs> so I did and when, when we delivered it to her we also delivered a sharpie pen and told her that for every butt she hit they had to sign it and when it got full I would refinish it so all the signatures would still be there it took her about two years oh wow but a couple of weeks later, another lady called that knew me, wanted me to design and build one for her. 
and we went to a lifestyle club to deliver it, and it got snatched out of my hand by a DM, a dungeon master. And the rest is history. He, he looked at it, said, said, you know, you realize how much you can sell this for? I said, no. Can you make two dozen in the next two weeks? We've got a big event up here. I said, okay. We made 27 and sold 14 the first night. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. So, I mean, just completely dumb luck. Just. Yeah. Those are the and, best things. And up until COVID, we hadn't paid out of pocket for a vacation. Wow. We not even paid for every vacation up until when COVID hit. Okay. That's, uh, not, that's not that's not bad for something you kind of just uh, not necessarily stumbled into, but you got into without really thinking about it and paid for yeah. it. Yeah. Well, did you practice it in your personal life beforehand? No, we we are in the lifestyle, but we were not really into the the, the BDSM part of it. Okay. When you uh, when you say the lifestyle, what does that mean exactly? Lifestyle swinging. Okay. Swingers. So you know we we were into that. And then um, as we started making paddles and started doing custom park, we got more and more into the lifestyle. I, I know it in Michael's podcast, he told you that he was a, a dom, but he was switched with only one person. Yes. My wife and I are true switches. We can be, we can top or we can bomb. She's a dom A, and she likes giving out punishment. <laughs> Okay, so I mean, so you didn't practice that part of the lifestyle till you started making them, though. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, we we might have gotten on a cross once or twice, but until we started actually making paddles, got more and more into it, and started making more dungeon masters, and they started buying our products. Then we kind of flipped over to the to the BDSM side. Okay. Okay. Uh, real quick for me, what exactly, what and how do you become a dungeon master? Lots and lots of practice. And preferably, you learn from somebody who is a dungeon master. And there is actually, for lack of a better word, a class, you know, where you've got to learn certain techniques and carry on with people, how to carry on a conversation, um, to make sure they're okay. You know, some people use words, red, yellow, green. As some of the old school people, we use fingers, one, two, and three. One means continue, go harder. Two means maintain. Three means slow down or stop. But it's it's well, it's a lot of practice, especially if you're going to be in it and you're going to have the, the dragon tails, the floggers, the crops, the paddles. Um, That's right. <laughs> That just, the dragon tails, right <laughs> off the bat is what you came out with first. And I'm just thinking, oh my God. Hey, it's a very versatile tool because you can fold it in half and make it 30 or you can let it all fly and it leaves some gorgeous marks if it's done correctly. What, um, real quick, what is the role of the dungeon master? What is his setup? If there are, if there are several what we call scene going on. You have a dungeon master who is watching all the scenes to make sure everything is being done safely. The rules are being followed. Protocols being followed. There are certain people 
that something would be a hard no and something else is you're, you're fine with. But you've got to, you, whoever you're doing your scene with, whoever the sub is, you've got to know what their limitations are and what their hard no's are. But other than that, anything goes. So the dungeon master would have to know that for everybody? Well, the dungeon master... Or- He's just kind of like the policeman, making sure yeah. everything is being done yeah, in safe. Yeah, the moderator. Yeah, that's a better yeah. word. Yeah. Correct. Nobody um, wants to put policemen in with BDSM. I guess that's... <laughs> <laughs> that's that was a uh, poor choice actually, on my head. You would actually be surprised of uh, the different professions of people that are in this kind of lifestyle, either the regular lifestyle or BDSM. Well, that's... You bring that up, and that's one thing that Bob and I have actually prided ourselves on when doing the show, is that it's it's not, you know, the general consensus is that they're, they're weirdos that do this yeah. stuff. No, fuckers, it's normal people. It's your doctors, it's your firefighters, it's your lawyers, it's your, you know, it's your telephone operator. It's your you're, podiatrist. You're, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, it's normal individuals. They're everyday people. You're, 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 you're mechanic, yeah, you know, it, it's... That that's that's why that's one of the reasons we do this. We, you know, we're not judging. We're trying to normalize. And hey, everybody wants has their own thing. And as we've said before, if Karen doesn't like it, you don't have to look. Karen, leave, yeah. <laughs> go away, turn the channel, yeah. get the fuck out of the room. Um. So anyway, there goes my you're, rant. You're, my rant for this you're, episode. You're, you're, you're my tirade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Okay, so you got into um. How, were you able to instantly just create? I mean, it sounded like you walked into this place and the dungeon master snatched your paddle. You were made for some, and instantly said, "These need to be made." Uh, what what makes what made it so special? What was the difference, or what was? I guess I can't say difference, but what what made it stand out? Yeah, uh, I would I would honestly have to say the the amount of time and the craftsmanship. That, that we put into each and every paddle. Um, you know, doing one for one person, okay, I can use, you know, my jigsaw, I can hang out, hand sand it, and for years, that's that was my only two tools. And even today, every paddle is done by hand. I don't have a CNC machine that cuts them out like a cookie cutter. Um, I do now have a router. I do now have um, a table saw, but everything is still done by hand. There are there are no two alike. I made a set of twins. Um, I made I made it. I designed it. The wife did all the decorating on it, and even then, there were several differences between the three. That's right. It was triplets, but. We're also not afraid to try to do something custom. If you come up with an idea, I'll try it. If it works, great. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. We'll step back and go, well, we can't do this, but I can do that. And, you know, that that's like Michael Harris. I know he showed you some of the pictures of the furniture that I did for him. That star cross. Never built one. I laid sheets of cardboard out on the floor and took two by sixes and drew it out on the floor 
then I went to go and put it together. <laughs> I, I, um, it's cra- it's crazy to think that you never you never made one before, and then it turned out as, as well as it did on the first go. Yeah, and, and and actually, I had one board warp when we were out of town for a weekend, and I had to take that one board off and, mm. and buy another one. But other than that, <laughs> it, it it and it fit in his location perfect. The cage was exactly what he wanted, and then of course the standard St. Andrews cross. I build those. That's that's I can build those in my sleep. Now, tell what exactly is the St. Andrews cross? It is basically an X. Okay. Um, and then you have a piece in the back going down to the floor to where you can adjust how far back you want it to, to lay or how far up you want it to stand. Different people connect the back part to the front part different ways. The way I build mine, even if somebody leans back, it's not going to collapse. If they lean too far forward, it's not going to shift. Um, it's, it's something that I was taught about five years ago and it's the easiest and most secure way to attach the front piece to the back piece. Okay. So you're able to counterbalance the weight differential. Correct. That's pretty fucking cool. actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's not something that has to be attached to the wall or even the ground. Yeah. That's really cool. Actually. That. I didn't know that they reclined either. I didn't know that either. I thought they were just upright. So yep. that's. And I thought I thought it was something you had to prop up. Yeah, that's 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 insane. Jesus. Um, So so can it go from vertical to ninety almost? No, it will not go that far. But with that being said, I had somebody that sent me pictures. It's not a cross. It is interesting, and they want to see if I can build it. And it will go from horizontal to vertical or anywhere in between. And it's 100% adjustable to where you can position the arms and the legs and lock it down. Oh, wow. Oh, so now now you're talking about one that you can customize depending on what you're wanting to do or the size of the person now. Correct. Wow. <laughs> well, here's a question that's actually I just thought of. Are they all, the, the crosses, all the, is, the, is it like a standard size or are they all made specifically for a person's needs, the, the regular ones, not the new ones you just discovered? The St. Andrew's Cross, across, across the board, are all basically the same. Okay. Um, where you can change it up are your mounting locations for your cuffs. Um, you know, if, if, now, if somebody wants one shorter, that's fine. Uh, I, I can actually make one, and I'm actually staring at one right now, that can be completely torn down and you can sit it in a closet. You can slide it underneath your bed. Nobody will ever know you, you've got it. Wow. wow. So it's like the exercise equipment that you put under your bed when you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. So spankings by Jake. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that's that. I don't think people understand the amount of work that goes into stuff like that because I I didn't know that they move, but now the fact that I know they move and they can collapse and they can collapse, yeah, that's 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 a, that's a lot of craftsmanship. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Uh, and now it, it's just wood and bolts, correct? I mean, yeah, pretty yeah, pretty much. Now now the one that I was telling you that's going to be totally adjustable. It's 
going to have uh, some specialty hardware um, where it's going to have blind hinges. So you'll have a pin running through a hole that's to where it'll lock in. Yeah, in a yeah. Spot. And wow. then the leather padding on that one alone is going to be. Uh, oh my god! That's going to be. A- that that, God. Well, how long would it take you to build just a normal one? If I had to go get the wood and it was a base color, I could probably do one in a week. Okay. Um, if I had a long weekend, if somebody absolutely needed one, and I had a long weekend, I could I could bust one out in two days. Okay. Uh, now. What 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 is there like a special like a certain like a wood that would be better, or is there a preference of yours that of what you'd like to use? I, I don't have a preference. It's all it's all depending on the customer. Most of them use untreated uh, pine because of the weight. It's it's you know it's lightweight. I have made them out of rough sawn oak, and they didn't want it sanded down because they said this was designed for pain not pleasure oh my god uh, so I'm in the process of pricing one and they want to use uh, an exotic wood called purple heart that comes from uh, well you can get it in costa rica but it's from a lot of uh, south american countries and it, they want true purple heart which means it's been underwater for at least 50 years and uh oh. it is purple so it is. It is. Per- wow. Um, so you're not even going to paint that or anything. You would just treat it with a clear coat or something. I would imagine. Yeah, I would just clear coat it. Matter of fact. Uh oh. Oh boy. I'm just. What do we? See? I, I got one over there. I'll find it here in a second. No problem. No problem. What? So, so but underwater for, for 50, fifty years. years. I know. I never even heard of it. No, I mean either. So yeah, you you can get purple heart two different ways. Wounded. If you get. It's harvested on dry land. It's more of a, a medium to dark brown, and it'll have some purple streaks in it. Oh, but that's but cool. They harvest it from the water, and then it's cut. It is it is purple. That's insane. So is it is it like a? I feel stupid asking, but is it a tree that grows in the water, or what? No. Okay. No, these are, these are trees that you know, due to weather or or man, have ended up in the rivers. I mean, there's, I've got a buddy down there that his company, all they do is underwater dive for trees. Okay. So it's a process that occurs when they've been in the water. Yeah. Uh, Okay. No. Who knows, who knows how long the tree has been there? They're not putting them in there. They're going around and finding the the trees. Oh, okay. So everyone is really unique then. That's definitely unique. Yeah. Because you got, wow. I never heard of this. How come nobody has like a, a farm for this? Like we're gonna cut these trees down and soak them in the water for you know, like aging beer. Yeah, yeah. you know they're aging the trees. Well, fifty years. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a couple minutes before you get some return on investment. <laughs> you know, half a century. True. <laughs> true, and, and where most of the good purple heart comes from, you know, the water's got to have certain minerals in it. I okay, guess, yeah. to, to make the color stand out. I've gotten purple heart from three or four places. And um, some of some of it's been real good, dark, deep, dark purple. Some of it hadn't been. Uh, I'm dealing with one exotic wood manufacturer right now. Unfortunately, is in North Carolina. Uh, he's about a four and a half hour drive. Oh, my. And 
and I have to set a strict budget when I walk into his um, facility. He's got about 26,000 square feet of exotic hardwoods. Holy shit. Uh, we're in the wrong business, Bob. <laughs> Holy uh, Christ! That's that's a that's a mammoth warehouse. Oh, for for a paddle maker, that is a kid in a. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took my wife up there, and uh, I told her, I said, "You need to come up with a budget." I myself had a $500 budget. I think she had a $300 budget, and I think we walked out with 10 pieces of wood. Wow. I mean, I don't know what kind of wood that is. Or what size. Yeah. Or, yeah, that that's... So $800 and 10 pieces of wood. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> About that size. Oh, look at that thing. What? That, so that's the size for one piece? Yeah. Wow. Now, what kind of wood is that? This is African ebony. It has been banned from import or export because of over-harvesting. Oh, but, but my supplier has about 10,000 board feet of it. So Okay, so now how much would just the wood of that uh, cost for one piece of wood? Right at $100 for what you were just looking at. Now, that's not for being cut into a paddle and cleaned up. and, and nope, that, That's raw that material. The African ebony, it is cut, rough cut, and dipped in wax before it can be shipped. So when I buy a piece, I've got to strip the wax off of it before I even know what kind of pattern is in it or how dark it is. Oh, um, wow. So it's, it's, a, it's a blind box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what? And this wood is so dense that I might get about eight to ten inches with a saw before the saw blade is dull and sparks do fly. Okay, so it's definitely a hardwood. Yeah, don't drop it into the water because it doesn't float. Oh yeah, it's gone. Yeah. Oh my! Holy shit! Is why is it coated in wax? That's from Africa. I I don't know what their reasoning is behind it, um, or if it's. To, you know, they've got to have it sealed before they can ship it to other countries. I, I, I really don't know. You think a protection but, thing? Maybe. I mean, if it's if it's wood that hard and you were to stack it, it could potentially damage itself. Yeah, that's true. You know, like you no. wouldn't you wouldn't lay two pieces of granite on top of each other. It'd crack right. and crack and scratch. Maybe, okay. Maybe that has something to do with it. Dense or yeah. I, I don't know. Jesus. That's that's interesting though. Dipping a wood in wax. Yeah. So how much would that paddle that you showed us, what would that cost finished from your hand, from the... the what would it retail? What, what would it retail, yes. Not not as a not as a, a, a special uh, creation for somebody or a... Requ- um, but like just a normal paddle. With, the, with that wood, you're looking at $200. That's not... Okay. It, 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 like you said, though, it's all handmade. I know, that, no, that, I know. And that's, and that's the important part because craftsmanship is a is a lost cause in this country. Absolutely. So, and it's made in America. Yeah. Whether the wood isn't or not. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't matter. That is that is absolutely correct. Yeah. And it is it is made in a four thousand square foot non heated shop. <laughs> <laughs> 
You really got to get a heater in there. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I got a I got a little one going right now. Okay. <laughs> well, here was what I was thinking. How cool would that paddle be with our logo on it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great, right? Well, because well, it's dark and so exactly it would be the back, and just back into the white, white painted there. on it. Yeah, that'd be great. And yeah. we we could have it hanging here next to the stockings. <laughs> We actually do have a paddle that has our, our name on it, the oh. Make Me Naughty name, um, in raised letters. So oh, wow. Wait. As far as the logo we were discussing before the show, it's in the works. Uh, yeah, I do want to, I am looking forward to seeing it. Oh, yeah. Does yeah. your wife, uh, now does she paint the designs on these? She does a lot of the artwork. Um, if people want emblems or uh, tokens or thing on them, uh, she does that. We had a customer. We do have, we do make paddles for customers that they have to sign a disclosure agreement because they will draw blood. <laughs> and, what, what, and, what about, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and once you draw blood on somebody, that is their paddle. I don't care how well you clean it. Oh, it should yeah. never be used on another person. No, I should no. all be used with the same person. Oh, what what about it causes it to draw blood? The finish spikes. Sometimes oh. they're plastic. Sometimes they're stainless steel that oh. screw in. Oh, oh yeah. I, I wouldn't feel comfortable <laughs> having one of those used on me, knowing it was used on someone else first. Yeah, uh, I've got some paddles. We also play it with the electro so okay. i am positively charged when i hook up and we'll we had paddles with spikes wrapped in wire so you get the sensation of being hit and then shocked i can use the spikes to shock you oh my god That's the shit i'd never thought of <laughs> no no <laughs> uh, it's good medicine i hate i have you ever bought a what they call a tens unit? Yeah, yeah, I have one. A what? <laughs> tens unit. It's a electroshock. You put put two or four adhesive uh, pads on you that are that transmit electricity. Yeah. And there's wires and nodes that connect to it, and then it's a, either a handheld device or a computer, and you can change the intensity of the electric pulses and the frequency and stuff like that. And the patterns, and it's basically like an electronic massage that you put on your muscles. It's used a lot in physical therapy. How strong can it get? Oh, well, that's relative. If you're in a lot of pain, you don't need to put it up very far because it'll hurt like a mother. Uh, well, I'm not saying if you're in a lot of pain, but if you want to give somebody a little chump. And the, the, the ones you can buy for personal use, not oh, that right, strong. Right. You, you're not going to be able to jolt somebody. <laughs> now, you're not supposed to put them on your spine or so, your heart, regardless of how weak they are. So but, we can't do an in-house electric chair is what you're saying. No, okay, no, don't well, you need a bucket of water. <laughs> no. But yes, you can. And mine is strong enough that I can feed up to 10 people. So I can grab a hold of your wrist. You can turn around and grab a hold of his wrist. Oh, my God. <laughs> And then he can turn around and touch somebody, and it will feed through all three of us and then hit the fourth person. And I've had a chain of ten. Okay, so he he doesn't. So he does not have the one I have. No, he does not. No, no. Mine's about this big. Okay, yeah. yeah. (laughs) 
Mine's about 14 inches long. Uh, oh, I was going to say, he's got a generator. Yours is powered by a AAA battery. Yeah. <laughs> it's rechargeable. Yes. Oh, my God. I think he's just using jumper cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yep. oh i yeah okay so it's not <laughs> low voltage on the spikes Whew. that's no, uh, it's not low voltage <laughs> <laughs> well let me ask you what is the 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 psychology or the psychology how what, what, what psychology. psychology not the psychology <laughs> it's the yeti <laughs> what is the psychology behind not just the spanking, but the, the it's sexual torture. Is that correct? Is, am I saying that properly, right? Or I would say ninety percent no, not sexual torture. Okay, sensual it could be, sexual no. G- generally, okay, you're not gonna have them tied up and do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Um, but you know, it, you got to follow the rules. Okay. We touch people in certain areas. If we have permission, yes. Mm-hmm. Do they get a release sexually? Some of them do. Yes. Um, I do it more for therapeutic when I, when I, when I'm getting hit, when we're done and I get home, I'm out for eight hours. So, for me itself, I do it more therapeutic. I don't. I don't get into subspace. Matter of fact, most there hasn't been a dom that has been able to start and finish on that. They've had to. They've had to switch up and take turns. <laughs> Man, not even. That's uh, yeah. Okay, so psycho. I mean, so it's therapeutic. I don't know where to go from here now. Yeah, I, I'm not. I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expect. Um, therapeutic and like. I don't, I, I don't know how to ask the question. What is the release? What is? Why well, I, I don't know if release is the right word. Okay. But what is? What is the? What is the? What What's the goal then for if it's therapeutic? Well, for me, it's it's for relaxation. But now, you know, I know people that are true um, misogynist that they want you to leave a mark. They want it to hurt. They want to know the next day when they look in the mirror on their backside or their butt or their legs that they got beat. You can, some of them, you could call it sadistic, but everybody is different. Um, and, and some people use it. Some people do use it to get off and some people use it as foreplay. Okay. I mean, I've seen a lot of people that when they'll come off the cross, they turn around and go to a private room. So there's still a, a, a dozen different levels to this yet. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We haven't scratched the surface. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's our problem. That's what we're learning. Uh, because, but I mean, the sense of touch and everything, it, it you know, you, when you're getting spanked, obviously it's a hard, it, it's, it's it's a hard touch. How's that sound? Is that makes sense? But then you can have when you you know you have a girl, a woman, or, or even a man shackled to uh, uh, the cross or anything. 
and it doesn't have to be a spank. It could be a, a feather. They the people get off on that, or, or, or something soft. Mm-hmm. You know, all different materials. So you know, you have people that even like uh, like um, feeling uh, viscous fluids or something. Yeah, you know, they, just the just that sense of touch. So everybody is their own to their own, you know, and and whatever everybody gets off on is that's their own personal thing. So I'm not saying any of that's wrong for anybody. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to understand it. And I'm right now. I'm thinking personally. I don't know where I would be at. I, uh, yeah, I I was thinking knowing that he was coming on this week, I was thinking about it as well, and I wouldn't even know where to begin. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I have How no does... idea. The fact that he said they need to tag out for him to be finished. Yeah. I'm, I'm going, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it, it, it's suddenly the lineup in airplane where they're getting and the, and the nuns are with the gun. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like they're going to the bullpen. Bring me in the righty. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 stuff I hadn't even considered. No, no. <sighs> Right, and, and, you know, a, a good dom will have a complete arsenal of stuff that is thuddy, stingy, slap, you know, for lack of a better word, slappy, um, pointy stuff to, to pinpoint sensations. Like you said, feathers. I've seen people use feathers. Um, you got people that do wax play. They they like having hot wax poured on them and then having it shaved off. See, I'm willing to try that. The shaved off part, I don't know about, no, but I, I don't have a problem with the hot wax. I I use as a kid, I used to play with hot wax all the time. I, it's just so drip it on. It's I don't, gonna make a mess. I don't know me. where. I don't I, 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 like Wolf of Wall Street. Y- yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But that one, I'm Wolfie, Wolfie, Wolfie. <laughs> that one, I might, I might be willing to give a shot. Now, because cleanup for me is going to be agony. I have no interest in that. Someone else has to peel it off. No, it's going to hurt. <laughs> And actually, it's not peeled off. They actually usually use a blade, and it's more scraped off. Oh fuck like, no! Like barnacles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm done with. Never mind. <laughs> if it, uh, you, you've got people that do needle play. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, like fire cupping is is another one. A, a fire doing fire cupping is almost like a deep tissue massage. I've actually they seen have, videos of that. They have, they have a little bowl. It almost looks like a little fish bowl. And they'll swab the inside with, with a special alcohol, and then they'll light it, and they'll stick it on your back or on your on your thighs or your arms or your shoulders. And, and the ones that are real good at it, they can actually pick up on it and move it around. And it leaves nice little circles. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I've heard of cupping being used for f- physical therapy purposes, but I've never heard of it. The fi- uh, the, You're not getting burnt then, I'm assuming. No, no, because, you know, they'll have a, like a, a Q-tip that they'll light and it, they just on the inside and it basically creates heat. And yeah. when they apply it to your body, it creates that suction. Okay. So, no, there's no burning involved. Wow. It, it's... There, there's so much to this that I've never even begun to think about. It's amazing, though, that the human psyche, how it tries something, you know, continuously finds something mm-hmm. to stimulate and or play with. That, that's, to me, is... 
the, the innovation is what's... That's, yeah, yeah. The, the, and not only that, but the guts to go there. Well, yeah. Um, which, which, <laughs> Somebody's got to light a cup on fire and put it on my back. I'm going to be nervous. <laughs> well, yeah. But, well, you know, we get, a, I won't say we can get a lot of our designs, but like if we'll walk into a store together and we'll see something and I'm looking at it going, I could turn something like that into a paddle. And then the, the wife will see something. She goes, you know what? We could design something like that. And then we get home, and if it's something we've never tried, we'll I'll take a, a scrap piece of pine or a piece of oak. You know, it's something. You know, I'm not going to start off with two hundred dollar board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go from there, and and if we and everything that we make, we test. So either I get a hit or she gets a hit. Okay. That that way we know. You know, we've had people come up and go. I want something light and stingy. Okay. And I can pick one up and go, here, swing that. I want thuddy. Okay. I want something with points for sensation and pressure points. Okay. We used to carry about 300 different paddles. I think we're down to about 80 designs right now. Oh, my gosh. Still, it's insane. Yeah. (laughs) 300 was way more than I was expecting. 80 is a lot. You, uh... Wow. You did uh, craftsmanship, obviously, before this? Actually, no. I've got a degree in horticulture. So I was in landscaping <laughs> and then garage doors. Uh, wow. <laughs> I was expecting it to be like, yeah, third generation woodworker. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was expecting. <laughs> well, But he knows his wood, though. It's wood. I've got, you know, my phone is sitting on one of two bars that I've built. Um, wow. I like I like playing with wood. I've refinished cabinets. Um, I, I, I would say I'm not a man of all trades and master of few. I've got several different things I'm good at, and I try to be the best at what I want to do. Wow. That's... Wow. I mean, something, you know, when I told you I could build a cross, if I pushed myself and had two long days... I can build a cross in two days. Yeah. My typical paddle takes me a week. Okay. Okay. What, what? Cutting and sanding, I can do that in a day. It's the finishing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we, we pride ourselves in having the, one of the slickest finish in the business. When did you start the woodworking then? Probably high school shop. Okay. Okay. So it's something you've yeah. you maybe always had an interest in, but you didn't get into it seriously or for for work until about nine years ago. You said. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, like I said, I built, I built my first paddle. I built in nineteen eighty five. Okay. And that was in shop class, and I still got it. Matter of fact, it's hanging up right. Nice, up there. nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> What did your top teacher think when you built a paddle? <laughs> yeah, actually asked me what teacher I was making it for. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that time, that was still yep. in school. Well, how, how weird is that? Oh, yeah. That, that they were allowed to spank kids with paddles. I mean, I, I had one thrown at me by a principal, all right? <laughs> um, and it, it wasn't like, you know, a ruler or something. It was a massive thing with a handle that, yeah. you know, you see hanging in the uh, 
uh, not sorority, uh, frat. frat houses. Yeah. yeah. My, my dad and his brothers got yardsticks. Yeah. With yardsticks. Oh, well, no, this, I was thrown, this thing was thrown at me by a principal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I had a football coach in uh, junior high and he had three. And whenever somebody got in trouble, they'd always go to the coach and he'd give them a choice. One hit, three hits, or five hits. You chose one hit, he brought up the big power. Oh, my God. <laughs> he put the desk. You chose three hits, he brought out a medium one. The first one lifted you. The second one brought you all the way up. The third one put you over the desk. Jesus. Five, it was a slow progression. But you went over the desk. Yeah. And he enjoyed it. Because he was a football coach. Yeah. <laughs> in my high school, in the olden days, uh, if you got in trouble, the, he was a football coach as well, you would have to kneel and put your arms out and hold hardcover books. And if you dropped them, you got hit. Hell yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I have, I wouldn't I have done well in that throw. environment. I'd be in prison because I'd have killed somebody for hitting me. Well, that's that I'm like, Yeah, because my dad told me, oh, well, the nuns would hit you with the yardstick. I'm like, I'd snap that shit and smack that bitch across the face. You're not hitting me with a yardstick. I Nope, you don't hit me with stuff. <laughs> and he goes, you wouldn't do that. She's a nun. I was like, I don't give a shit yeah. who she is. Yeah. Nobody hit me with a yardstick. But see, you don't understand the yardsticks that the nuns use. They don't swing it flat. You get the skinny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For for people of God, they go for the sadistic way. I mean, you ever been hit with the ruler that had the little metal edge? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. That fucker hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The real trick was hitting somebody with it and then... Moving it Slicing it, yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. So it's funny how <laughs> we've been brought up in a society that frowns upon it, but yet in, in recreation, but yet in education, it's encouraged. It's encouraged, <laughs> yeah. Amazing, yeah. <laughs> there's the uh, there's the caption for the episode. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's that's insane. Frowned, frowned upon in recreation, enforced in education, yeah. And you made it rhyme. Very good. I have my moments. <laughs> it's mostly the alcohol. What's the, uh, my, uh, Brian, what's the, I must call you Mike, God damn it. <laughs> Brian, what's the oddest or the, the, the craziest piece you've ever had to make? The craziest piece I ever had to make. Excuse me. Is what was named the bed of nails. It had 174 needle point finishing that that we embedded into the wood. We I actually cut the wood into two pieces, drilled holes, epoxied them in, and then glued the wood back together. Oh. And um, yes, the disclosure was definitely signed for that. Oh, I would imagine, yes. If, if they're all needlepoint, the purpose then is to kind of get impaled then, I guess, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't save pictures. Out of the courtesy of our customers, yeah, but they have sent me pictures of what it will do. He showed me the pictures. I was like, "How many hits was that?" One. Oh. oh. And he goes, and all I did was snap my wrist. He goes, I didn't swing. So just the look on your face, yeah, I mean, yeah, for the listeners, the look on his face when he said one, yeah. <sighs> Man, the, the I won't say the most unique piece, and I know Michael mentioned it to you, was the one that he called the beast that I normally carry. 
Um, I am in the middle of refinishing it right now. Uh, I always called it zombie apocalypse because I had a zombie response team metal banner attached to it. <laughs> and it's sitting over there. But the beast, three feet long, one inch thick. Oh, oh that's, that's right. Look at the size of that. It's, a, it's an oar. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can paddle a boat with that. No, you can cover two ass cheeks with it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 holy shit. And that's 75-year-old black walnut. So it's, it's not going to break. Yeah. No, no. My granddaddy would probably roll over in his grave because that was part of his kitchen table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you're, oh, if you're gonna remember him, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Oh. Um, hey, he was a crazy sob anyway. I mean, he hit he hit a car in the parking lot, went and left the note on the windshield and left. I said, "Well, what'd you put on the note?" Well, I know who drives this car, and I don't like him. I told him I'd knock the hell out of your car if you want me. Come find me. <laughs> <laughs> I had some balls. <laughs> I like him. Oh, oh man, that's great. Um, what's the most exotic piece of wood you've ever used? Oh, we're getting. See, we we, we just got to turn on video. Snake wood. Snake, Snake wood. wood. Holy shit! Oh, look at the look of that. Man, that's pretty. That's fucking neat. Look at most expensive wood I've ever bought too. How much for just a piece of wood, if you don't mind me asking? What I just showed you cost me $300. And that's unfinished, folks, for just that wood. Where does yeah. it come from? Uh, actually, I don't know. I didn't bother to look that one up. Okay. I've got a couple of pieces of uh, kumaru. I was trying to find one earlier. Um, it's also known as um, yellow teeth or Indian teeth, and it, came, it comes from um, Colombia. I got two pieces for free from a friend of mine when I worked on his garage door, and I made a uh, coffee table out of it. That's how big the pieces were. Wow. And it took three people to pick it up and move it into the house. That's how heavy <laughs> dense it was. Holy shit. Yeah. It, it's, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nobody's stealing your furniture. <laughs> no. And once we put it where my wife wanted it, uh, it hadn't moved in two years. That's insane. <laughs> But it, it's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. And we didn't really, we got into the paddles and we had a, a another guy that I brought into, I won't say into the BDSM group, but let him meet some of the local people because he was going to specialize in furniture. Well, he now does vloggers and he doesn't do furniture. And I, I started getting so many requests to do furniture that that's that's what I'm doing uh, along with the paddles right now. Um, you saw the three pieces Michael had. Yeah. I've got a cross over there that someone's waiting to pick up. And if I had thought about it, I would have set up the spanking bench. <laughs> Did you do uh, Michael's cage? Yes, I built Michael's cage. Wow. That's impressive, man. And this... I've got one more piece of wood to put up on the top of it because he wants to be able to... Um, Hang people from the center on the inside. Oh my god! 
and I've already, I've already got it cut and ready to go. All I've got to do is go over to his house and, and bolt it down. They're having too much fun down there. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. we're, 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 we're up north in the cold and shit garbage. No one does. <laughs> in the repressed. <laughs> we're in the, re- yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Pennsylvanias. <laughs> Plural. There are a couple of uh, lifestyle clubs up in your area. I, I do know of one. Um, since you brought that up real quick, what, how does it, how does it work in a lifestyle club? What is what happens when you go in there or even join for the for first, what can you give away in regards to that for us? All right. The, the one that we go to most of the time, um, they've been the, one of the number one rated clubs in the United States for several years. First time people, you have to fill out an application you pay a membership fee, and it can be a standard or a VIP. They are now doing um, – They, you sit down and you watch a video and it explains some of the rules, and then security takes you through the entire club and explains what each section is. You know, here's the dance floor, here's the cabanas, here are the private rooms. Here are the rooms that have the windows. So if they will, if people want to watch, they can leave the window open. But they get a basic overview. Alcohol is usually beer and wine, nothing over seventeen percent. Oh, jeez. Most of most of them do not have a liquor license. Most of them do have food, and they base that on the number of people that sign up. And then uh, you've got people that are there to have fun and you got people that are there to really have fun. And then, and then you get the occasional weirdo that we got to kick out. Okay. So at this particular club on certain Fridays, they allow single male males to come in unescorted, but every Saturday and they limit the number on Saturday of single men, but they must come with either a, a female that is a member for a couple that is a member, and when that sponsor is ready to leave, they have to leave okay. with them. Well, how how's the ratio? Not counting single guys, um, you have quite a few single women that show up every weekend. You've got a lot of them. A lot of of the couples are there, basically just to get out of the house. I mean, we'll have the dance floor packed, dancing, um, meet up with friends. You know, the majority of them, you know, at least 50 plus percent, they're there to hook up. You know, whether whether he wants to hook up or they want to do a full swap or they're looking for third, whether it be male or female. Well, that that's what I was wondering, if they were looking for like three sums, either male or female or this split and swap I, I didn't know which like man that, yeah. that, you know and, and some people swap in the same room so there'll be four people in the room on the same bed and some people um swap separate yeah you know, I, it's like one of the rules that, that we have is if we meet another couple and the first night's a definite no so if, if we meet a couple we like them everything starts clicking I like her, but my wife doesn't like him. Yeah. She has to come ask my wife for permission. She can come up and ask me all day long. Yeah. But unless my wife approves it, then it's a no. 
That's impressive. And, yeah. Communication is the biggest part of being in the lifestyle. That's I mean, well, communication is the biggest part of all of this. Let's be honest. It, it, it's not even not not even being in the lifestyle, but being in, in a relationship. Communication is the biggest part. But uh, right. you know, communication, respect, and honesty that builds it all. That that's not ju- not just in the lifestyle, but in a relationship and marriage, and, and and even in the BDSM fetish world. It's it's yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. you talk about three of the biggest rules before any rules. Those are it. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, what, the, it, and what is all that equal to is trust. That's, correct. Yeah. So, um, we've been lucky to do this long enough to have learned that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, none of us are in the lifestyle or any of this, but we've been fortunate enough to speak with enough individuals yeah, and, learned. and learned enough that uh, we... we what it equals to and what it comes from and so i mean it, it is amazing and cool um and before i cut you off did you, you were gonna go say something brian i'm sorry what was that i was gonna say uh, the owner of the club that we go to has your your contact information so because i know at one point in time y'all were talking about maybe coming down and trying to do a live podcast down there yeah we he, he said it might be able to make that happen put you in the dungeon <laughs> yeah i know we mike uh, mike has offered to to invite us down when he has one of his uh, um events. events thank you um and we, oh, i was almost gonna say festival festivals like, well, whichever it could be a festival yeah. but event event is festival has more of a multi-day connotation yes so we'll uh, go with event. We're, uh, uh, and we're more than happy to come down and do it, it would, i think it'd be a lot of fun and learning experience get to you know meet new people learn new things um, uh, spread the brand. To be honest, I mean that that, well, that yeah, one yeah, or hurt yeah. either get our name out there as well. Um, I would do network. it uh, network. Yeah, networking. I would I would come and 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 sit in a lifestyle club and I mean, how much could I learn from that? I mean, a and lot just talking because just just for this conversation alone, the, the amount of stuff that we've learned and I had no clue about. Exactly, it's it, it's, it's such a vast world that I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's it's safe to say we're probably both quite vanilla. In that respect, well, I've I've been vanilla for forty five years, Bob. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> but stay, man, I'm older than you. But now, now Michael's dominating the events. I will have to tell. I will have to give him major props. Where he can take a a, a, a lifestyle slash and BDS event along with a kinky fashion show. Stick it in public bar, and you're introducing the public yeah. to the dark side. Um, you know, <laughs> at, at his last show, we had, um, of course, the crawls. Yeah, we had suspension work. We had fireplace. We did the fireplace outside uh, and live music. And I think at the end of the night, there was only one gentleman that got totally trashed that decided he wanted to play a little ass grab and uh, mm. he did it to the wrong four foot two girl because she turned around and next thing I know he's being escorted out the door wow <laughs> there's always one there's always yeah, yeah. you always gotta have one dickhead um yeah but exactly what you said would be a big reason why I would love to broadcast live from there from one of these events 
was that? Just everything. Everything he said. Oh, yeah. The, 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 well, the, you said one thing, and then you just said everything. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's, it's one thing would be everything, yes. <laughs> it's, the whole thing would be, because, again, it would be a learning experience, a visual experience, to yeah, be honest. Oh, I sure, mean, with yeah. some of the, the fire play and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but even be able to interview and speak with some of the individuals that would be at these events would be a blast. I mean, it would be a lot of fun and, and helping to spread their name and word and and doing what we do with the show, it would be it would be a lot of fun. I would do it. I would. Unfortunately, we're we're in the wrong state. <laughs> I don't know anybody. Go ahead. What I is um, can you tell some information for an event called Cape Fear Festival, Vet Festival? It's a three day event. It happens in Myrtle Beach, where they actually do classes. Oh wow. But if you want to learn the proper way to use a whip, yeah. you want to do the proper way to do this, you know, then they'll have a big playroom upstairs with crosses and benches and stuff set up. And, well, there's always plenty of vendors, but it, I, the last one we went to was a two-day event, and I think they're pushing three days now. Oh, wow. And, I, and it just hap- no, happening right now. Because I know, I know another paddle maker who was going down to it. I've actually heard of the Cape Fear. Brian, I have family that lives in the Outer Banks. <laughs> of course. So I've heard of it. <laughs> um, didn't know this stuff was going on during it, but that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I heard about the, oh, yeah, you should come down for it. I'm sure my dad wasn't thrilled. My mom was like, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> well... You would be surprised. Uh, one night, I was walking up the hallway, coming back to the main room from a club, and someone I know came running down the hallway with nothing on, hugged me, told me to spin her around and walk her to the bathroom. Her mom's best friend just walked into the club, so she was like, "I got to get some clothes on and get, get the fuck out." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we were told. Uh, We've been invited to an actual a BDSM fetish event in Philly next week, um, and I was told by the uh, dominatrix who invited us to bring my mom because she's cooler than all of us. <laughs> that, that was, that's right. That was that episode where your mom. Yes, it was. Yeah, yes, yeah. Um, but uh, my mom is seventy two. What are you asking me for? <laughs> I don't remember. Um. So yeah. Um, Brian, do uh, do you want to display some of uh, your paddles, your toys, your weapons of ass destruction? Um, well, now, what we'll do real quick is we'll start a video. If you don't mind, would you want to okay. do? Would you want to do that? We can put a video on YouTube, tag any links with it you'd like, and then you can show off some of your goods. I can. I, I don't know how much of the background you see. Um, um, I see you. We see some blue pipe in a ceiling. Well, are you on your phone? Yeah, I'm on my phone. Do you want to carry it with you? Yeah, I can do that. Well, let's do that, um, and we'll, I'll start recording a while. If you can, I'm on the wrong. Uh, recording in progress. There you go. You, thank you. You got Skynet. You got the warning. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to walk us around, and then uh, let me real quick. Let's for the for the video viewers. That's right. We uh, was just joining us. We're, welcome to the Happy Ending Pod Show. I'm Grant. I'm B3 and. We're here with Brian from uh, uh, Make Me Naughty. Brian makes paddles and 
crosses and, and Brian, there's so many other things you make. What what else do you create besides just those basic things? We do. Since I do, we do electro. I might not actually make them, other than I do make some electro paddles. But we do buy stuff that we can turn into electro implements. Um, Jesus, I've got fingertips with rhinestones that I, that I personally carry, so I can make sparks fly. <laughs> <laughs> That was good. That was good. Yeah. I have a couple of uh, other metal objects, and uh, oh. if you really want to screw with somebody's mind, take a metal object, dip it in water, stick it in the freezer. Oh. Start out with it cold, and it starts melting, and then turn yourself on, and then they get the electro. Oh. Uh, you know, <laughs> like, like Michael said, he likes to play with people's heads. That's a good. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Oh my God! Wow, ladies and gentlemen, we were introduced with Brian from uh, Mike uh, Harris of Dominate Me Magazine, and, and if uh, we're gonna go, what we're gonna do now is Brian is gonna go around at his his woodworking shop and show us some of the creations he's done with paddles and, and other stuff. Um, now you can't show it all because some of it is specially ordered, and it, it, you know we understand that. Um, Anybody watching, listening, we're going to have his links so you can reach out and check out his stuff. If you're interested in ordering, everything will be in the description for this episode. Um, anything we want, we should know before we start seeing some of your uh, some of your gadgets, your toys, your paddles, creations. Yes. Well, I'm just, I'm just going to show y'all just a few that I have hanging up. I mean, I've got probably another forty or fifty sitting in a bag, oh and God. I think that would just take too much time pulling them out. Uh, I do know that Michael had mentioned to y'all that I also build drum smokers, but you know what? That's for a different show. Uh, I've got a guy driving 29 hours from North Texas to pick up one. You build drum smokers? Oh, yes, sir. God damn it. <laughs> How did I miss that with listening to Mike? Well, I, I honestly don't remember it. I don't remember that either. Motherfucker. About, about 40 minutes into it, I think, is, is when he made Really? That. I think we were just overwhelmed with everything. That could be too. Again, being novices to and all I, this, it's all. I hate. Well, I hate to get all fucking. I, dude, I smoke so much food. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, I'll give you a quick show on this one. Okay. There's a total of twenty six hours in the paint alone. Holy all, shit! All hand done. Six hours of paint in pinstripes. Oh, so I'll just give you a quick overview on this. Like I said, this one's going to North Texas. Okay. Let me turn the phone around. No problem. Oh, wow. Oh, my. Look at the. Oh, look at that. Wow. That's impressive. Oh, 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 oh. oh, so yeah, I can build. I can build you one. That's not a problem. I know the problem is I can't afford one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't get paid for the podcast yet. I, I, I got. I've got a Bob the Minion one. Actually, Bob got retired. I rebuilt. I've made another one, and this goes in my personal arsenal. But I think I'm gonna turn it turn it into Kevin. Okay. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, he's going to make it into cap. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That'd be a good minion grill. That's imp- that's very cool. Uh, you know, that's a whole new episode. That, suddenly, oh, we're going to have to have Brian yeah. back on just to talk about meats and smoking. Oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm even more excited. I'm, <laughs> something you know about. shit, something I could guess. <laughs> well, we... We finished 14th in the state this year in whole hog. We and actually during COVID, we finished 10th in the state in whole hog. Um, Congratulations! That's impressive, North Carolina. Uh, my, I did tell you before, I have family down there, so they go to these events, and they're like, "You got to come down for this stuff, Grant. The food's amazing." And I'm like, "I got a life and a work, and it sucks, and I can't." <laughs> uh, so yeah, I know. I, 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 so congratulations. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, and, and we also do K- KCBS, so that's the four meat. So it's chicken, pulled pork, ribs, and uh, brisket. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm turned on. <laughs> <laughs> just let me know if you need Dude, some alone time. I, yeah, I, 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 I love trying to do a smoke. I, I, I mean... I and going. Uh, I don't even want to get into it. Yeah, you're you're yeah, I'm, I'm starting to drool, <laughs> Brian. Uh, let, let's please get into some of your paddles and some of your other creations before we completely derail this into smoking and grilling. Holy shit! Look at that thing. That's fucking little pan down a little bit for us. Oh my god! What do you have there now? That that is just a piece of oak. And um, Amy did the artwork, and it's a thin paddle. It's more as a slapper or a warm-up or a cool-down. It's not designed to do a full swing. Um, Wow. So uh, we can add stuff to paddles. That's got ceramic tile. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. It's pretty Oh, is that diamond plate? Oh my fucking god, dude! First, all right, real quick. First off, that it, looks awesome. They look awesome. Yeah. All three so far have looked awesome. Yeah. But holy, what? Look at the back of it. Yeah. Holy Christ! Yeah, I just can't imagine getting hit with diamond a plate. diamond plate across the rear end. Oh my god! Uh, I've got some rubber diamond plate. That hurts even worse. Really? Yeah. There's your, that, that's another piece of ebony. I showed you the longer one. That's a shorter one. That is that is a pretty wow, piece of wood. Yeah, it really it is. is yeah. So is this. Look at that. That's that's bloodwood. Bloodwood. What is? I've never heard of bloodwood. That's wow. bloodwood. This is a piece of Chechen. Oh, that look comes at from the Ukraine. Wow, look at the shape on that. That almost looks like one of them old uh, uh, blades, them old uh, swords. Cleavers? Yeah, the old, yeah, that's insane. Look at the look on that cut, though. That is impressive. How long is that? About 14 inches. Can you pan down to the, oh, okay, oh, I see go. the bottom. Yeah, wow. now I see the bottom yeah. of it now. That is impressive. I love the handle and everything on that. How long does that take you to cut out? Uh, that one takes me about an hour. Whew. And then about another hour and a half on the belt standard. <laughs> okay. I, I I really love. Look at that, Jesus Christ! <laughs> that thing's scary. Oh, look at the holes, son of a bitch! Jesus, that just stings. <laughs> that just stings looking at it, Brian. Oh my God! I ha- I have another one that's about twenty four inches long with two row two rows of holes, 
and um, it's named Missy Holes. That's what my wife named it. And this one's version 4.0 because the other three, she never got to swing before they got sold. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, that's a snake wood again. Yeah, yeah. that is such that's a pretty a piece of wood. Yeah. That's insane. Love this that. This is a thumper. Oof. It looks like a billy club. Wait, wait, stuff. what the hell is it? A thumper. I, I heard that, but what's it made of? <laughs> this is not this is another piece of blood wood. That yeah, that looks more like blood. Yeah, it head. does. As we as people look at it, I tell them anything's insertable with enough lube. I wasn't <laughs> I, I already thought it, and I was not. I wasn't going to bring it up. That is, oh. <laughs> it's like the meme. Anything's a dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. wow. Let's see the, the finish on all that, that though. There, but I don't. I know Michael showed you his uh, weapon of uh, his nemesis. The black fire hose? Yes, yeah, the fire hose is what I was wondering if I you same here. <laughs> had another one in stock there. That that thing is frighteningly... Oh, God. <laughs> the destroyer of worlds. Th- yeah, that thing is insane. <laughs> now, that's not finished, correct? No, this is finished. Oh, that is finished? Okay. This one's finished. Now, I don't know how well the audio is going to work. <laughs> oh, my God. That's loaded. <laughs> Yeah, wait, wait, it's loaded. What do you mean it's loaded? What is in that? 799 BBs. <laughs> I was going to jokingly say ball bearings. I wasn't far <laughs> off. <laughs> Holy fuck. Okay. I built one, I built one that's uh, 27 inches long, and there's got 3,999 BBs. I do not do even numbers because we're all odd in this world. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 3,999 problems. Look at Put a BB-8 one. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, that's the. I love that. What kind of wood is that? This is an actual, this is an engineer wood. It is made for gun enthusiasts um, that make custom gun stocks and foregrips. Okay. So it's, a, it's a laminated dyed wood, and it is... It's strong. And there's only one manufacturer in the United States right now. The other manufacturer burned down. (laughs) Corporate sabotage. It's not good to have a manufactured wood fire. No. (laughs) No, It's going to put a dent in your business. It really is going to hurt. I'm going to see if you can see the purple in this one. It's a pretty color, though. Oh. can you get it under the light a little more? It is a pretty color to begin with. Ah, it's too bright now. We're losing yeah. it. Yeah. There you had it. Maybe put it down and then shine the camera down on it. I'm sorry. We're trying to direct you here. <laughs> Take I, it easy, Spielberg. I know. I, I'm feel. There it is. There oh, it is. Oh, yes. Oh, Look wow. at that. That's fucking beautiful. Wow. I mean, as far as a piece of wood goes, it's amazing. Your countertop would look fantastic. But now here, it's a paddle. How? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. And that's the blood wood. Or not the blood wood. That's the... Purple heart. Purple, purple heart. heart. Thank you. That's insane. That's wild. Now, we do do a few things in leather. 
and I've got more leather being ordered or being made for me right now. This is a slapper. It's safe, kind of. <laughs> oh, it looks like something you'd sharpen your razor blade on to shave. Yeah, yeah. Look at the handle, the handle. on it. That's Jeez. the handle. Is that is that that manufactured wood you said? Yes, that's the manufactured wood, and I've actually got a uh, oak filler between the two. Oh, okay, okay. Jesus, um, wow. I mean, I, 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 I just can't imagine people's rear ends appreciating this as much as it, it, I just. God, I'm so scared that I'm going to eventually with the show and everything, I'm going to be the one who's <laughs> oh, on the receive. Gonna be, yeah, it's yeah. going to be me. Cause, it's going to be you. Uh, I know, and it, it's not because I want to. <laughs> it is, but it's it going to be anything for the show. I'm going to be the one taking this stuff. God damn. I don't know when, I don't know where, but we know it's going to happen, and that's what's <laughs> fucking scary. It's like a horror movie. It, it is. When I turned 50... I had a fire hose that made, was made out of Kevlar fire hose. It's the ones that they have on the ships. Yeah. That are bulletproof. Yeah. And I made the stupid drunken decision. Oh. With my wife and another Dom. Yeah, I'll take 50 hits. Oh! No. No. <laughs> so so what we're saying is five years for you grant right no did you get to all 50 oh yeah i got through all 50 you're a brave man I dude I didn't, I didn't sleep on my back for the next two nights oh so I oh oh <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm holy Christ! I'm crying. <laughs> There's no way. The, the great big three foot one that I showed you. Most people, it's a one hit wonder. Yeah. After, after the first hit, they surrender. We did have one skinny guy take four. Oh. And he literally moved two to three feet every time. <sighs> it fun. Oh God. I just the sound. Where where are you hitting somebody with that? Something that size, swing it like a golf club. Don't go straight across the butt. Go underneath. You want to come up the okay padded oh, area. And, and actually, with any paddle, you need to be down below. Most people swing them up high. Well, your tailbone. You got your tailbone right there. You got your spinal column. When new people come up and they're interested in one, I hand them one. Show me how you're going to swing it. And uh, I don't have a problem showing them. My wife doesn't have a problem. uh, Yeah. You know, because I don't want somebody to end up with a Mm. bad experience or get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's something that we made or something that somebody else made. Yeah. You know, we know paddle manufacturers, leather, leather builders, floggers, and for the most part, we all communicate. I've got their number. They've got my yeah. number. We've had guys come up and want to know if I could build a so-and-so's paddle. Yeah, I can. What I do is I charge $100 more than what so-and-so is selling his paddle for. They agree. <laughs> I'll go buy his paddle <laughs> and then bring it back. I don't copy anybody's work. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's one of our rules. We won't copy anybody's work. Well, good for you. I mean, yeah. look, the stuff I've seen you do, that it's 
why would you want to buy anybody else's work from you? Buy your work from you. You're the shit we've looked to yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah. The stuff we've just seen you show us is incredible. And it, it's beautiful looking. I mean, and I'm not one who, who is out here buying paddles, folks. So, I mean, this stuff is, is really cool to look at and really well done. It, the, so The finish is it's it looks great. stellar. Yeah. The stuff Mike showed us is stellar. Yeah. So to go to, I mean, to go to you and ask you to do this, or even to go to somebody else and ask you to, them to do yours. Yeah. Nah, you're insane. Go to the source. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and... That's insane. We ha- we haven't really gone up on our prices. I mean, now with the exotic woods, of course, you know, and with the price of lumber, I mean, what I could build a, a, a St. Andrews cross for three years ago, I, I can't even buy the lumber for now. Um, wow. You can't price yourself out, but some, you know, I've had people look at, at my bench and go, well, heck, I can build that in the weekend for a hundred bucks. Really? I can't get the foam padding and the leather for a hundred. Yeah, not anymore, so, folks. Yeah, you know. yeah. Inflation and politics has screwed us all. So, yeah, the prices are going up. I mean, <laughs> it's ugly right now. As far I don't even want a Christmas shop, folks. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm buying? I'm buying everybody a scratch off lottery ticket. Makes a hey, perfect, beautiful, yeah. And, and I'm gonna have the cash in hand, yeah. and I'm gonna give them a choice. You can either take the tickets or take the cash. There's a, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I hope they and all had, take the tickets. I hope I had, they all win. I had a stepson say he wanted the cash. I said okay. Yeah. It was fifty dollars worth of tickets, and I ended up scratching them off and winning right at two hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he got his cash, and guess what? He you, paid for all the other dollars. Yeah, you paid for the others. Yeah. Hey, that's sometimes how it goes. That's why I don't gamble. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I will buy a lottery ticket or a scratch off. Every day you wake up, it's a gamble. That's man. true, too. Yeah. Every day you walk, yeah. walk, walk out the front the door, street, it's yeah. a gamble. That's right. Uh, if it's not up the alley, it's across the street. And only be- with, with my new job, I take a gamble every night. Okay. I'm on the road from nine o'clock at night to six o'clock in the morning, and I drive a camera car. And all I'm doing is recording license plate numbers. And if it comes up with an alert, call my tow truck driver. They come and snatch it. God damn! Wow. I don't know if we wanted to put that on the show, Mike. I mean, Brian, <laughs> fucking a Grant. Focus up. I apologize, Brian. Jesus fucking Christ! I feel like an idiot uh, again. I don't you know. Another, have you another beer? I'm not. I, <laughs> no, I, well, okay, well, I mean, I, I, no, but uh, I mean, okay, if, you, if you're not worried about that, but I still got to be a little more professional, I get to f- keep the names uh, a, little, a, a smidge. <laughs> Jesus, God, I apologize. Hey, at least I didn't mention the company that I work for. Do you want to do that? No. <laughs> 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 Brian, do you have a, a website or anything, be, uh, Instagram, social media you want to get out there be, to, to, for everybody to come find and see what you can do? We have a Facebook page right now, um, and it is it is Make Me Naughty on Facebook. And I met someone last weekend who is going to help me get an Etsy page going, okay. an Etsy shop, and also... Uh, she is going to come over and do videos of the work. And since I've taken pictures of like the crosses where I start with the wood, then I've got it sanded, then I get it primed. Now I've got it finished. 
she's going to do videos on that and put links in. And uh, all it's going to do is cost me a paddle. Yeah. I'm like, Shit, I would do that for a paddle. I would. You don't know how to do it, bud. <laughs> you text me. You you text me your address, and I'll ship you a paddle. Oh, <laughs> got to swing it on him. <laughs> wait, wait, who's swinging on who here? I'll hit him. You know what? Do rock paper scissors. Flip a coin. I don't care. I'll, I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll... I'm calling Babe Ruth. I'm calling my shot with this thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm not paddling him, and I'm not letting him paddle me. But we will have women that will be willing to paddle with one of us. How's that? That'll work. Okay. That, right. That's more acceptable. Uh, yeah. I, I'm... We're, we're good friends, but I draw the line so Yeah. I have, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like we warranty we we warranty our normal paddles. Now we you know we make some thin slapper paddles, or if we use bamboo, we don't put a warranty on those. But for years, if you break one of my paddles, you take a picture of the broken paddle, the ass you broke it, <laughs> I'll and in seven years we only had two breaks. And one of them I already knew had a crack in it, and they did it at my house. Oh, gee. And I and I had already made a replacement for it. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, so, what what what, what okay. what's the story on the other broken paddle? All I know is I got a picture of the paddle, I got a picture of the ass, and how long to get a replacement. So no story. That sucks. Yeah, no story. I've seen I've seen them I've seen them break I've seen people break them. Um, yeah. Fortunately, we've been lucky, and I think it's due to our craftsmanship. I think, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, you know if if I inspect the wood and I see a, a potential problem, and say I'm making one two feet long, and I see a problem four or five inches up in the wood, guess what? I turn around and make a twelve inch paddle or a sixteen inch paddle. Get get rid of the bad and just reshape it, redesign yeah. it. Yeah. So. Brian, your work is amazing. Um, I mean, we've seen some beautiful pieces yeah. between tonight and, and talking with Mike. Um, again, as as people that are not into or, the, pr- or privy to or yeah. privy to yeah. the, the the paddling and spe- and this this the world of the BDSM and the the, the stars, your workmanship is amazing. Um, Thank you. Well, well, thank you, uh, and thank you for being here with us tonight, and thank you for shedding the light on a lot of stuff. Yeah. You know, we've been, I I said earlier, we've been privileged enough to talk to people, learn a lot. I learned a ton tonight. Learned a lot. Brian, I mean, you taught us so much in in such a short time, Um, and I would, again, would love for us to get down and hang out and and do an event or anything would be cool. That'd That'd be wonderful. And I know y'all have sent me a text. If we had thought about it, I could have set up one of the crosses and I could have brought out our private stock and, and either I could have swung or I could have had Amy swing and, and show you a mixture of, of both vloggers and paddles. Well, I'll tell you, well, I'll tell you what, we're, here's the thing we're, we have set up. We have a switch from England who is going to be recording for us she's going to be taking a spanking and she's going to be doing audio and video we're not sure where the video is going to be allowed to be posted um if you would like to set something up for the future christian mingle christian mingle <laughs> <laughs> fucking a <laughs> it, 
Plenty of fish. Plenty. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, if, uh, I, if, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you wanted to set something up in the future, maybe we could do a, 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 just an entire mm-hmm. setup of stuff along those uh, along that line. I mean, we don't even have to record video, and I even told her we didn't have to record video. Just the audio and the sound alone will get people listening yeah. and be like, "Oh my god!" Just to hear it that. It almost be an ASMR type thing. Exactly. Just to hear that 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 paddle against the, the crack, the slap, the thud. Yeah. Yes. We could probably get that arranged. I, I I got some people that would probably have no problem being video and or and audio. Um, <laughs> So uh, we and I could turn around and, and send that to y'all, and then if y'all need to edit edit anything, y'all could. Or, yeah, we could do that too. Even I mean, even if we could get down and set something of that too, I mean, that would be great. I mean, I have vacation in April. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah, um, but no, it would be a lot of fun. I know it would be because um, um, we would come down and we would smoke meat and everything else, and sp- and it would, be, still- it would be, dude, we would have a fucking blast. <laughs> we would definitely show you a good time down here. Uh, yeah, I and I would think we would greatly appreciate oh, yeah. it. Yeah, it yeah. would be a it would be a lot of fun. Um, so before we we will let you go, Brian. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, um, guys. He's on Facebook. Make me naughty on Facebook, and, and hopefully the Etsy shots coming uh, shop. I'm sorry, is coming soon. So please check him out. Anybody interested, just to check him out for the craftsmanship and the yep. beautiful, the different kinds of woods that we've met, learned about today. That they're, they're exotic wood. Yeah, never even fucking heard, heard of them until tonight. Yeah insane so brian thank you very much for being here make me naughty weapons of ass destruction looking forward <laughs> to that go. decal that logo man that's gonna be fucking great great fucking name brian thank you for being here thank you thank you guys y'all have a great night youtube